What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ Un Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Some really fucking good two hours on Wednesday night. I will say that. That was probably one of my favorite episodes ever. Yeah, pretty solid two hours on Tuesday night as well. Correct. Yeah. But let's start off on Mondays as normal with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother fucking brother. Right. No, you shouldn't do that. That's against the law. Um, so we started off, and we are going to get a U.S. title tournament or championship match where Apollo Crews is taking on MVP. Yep. Uh, throughout the match, there was some lights flickering, and the uh, announcers said that there was like a local storm. It's important for later. Okay. Um, local storm. Local storm covering, yeah. Lights flickering. Makes sense. Uh, MVP Power. got distracted a couple times from the lights going out wow. and stuff. It was, it was neat. Did that cost him the match? Uh, no. Oh, because I know he lost. Right. He did lose to Apollo <coughs> Crews, um, which was surprising. I kind of expected MVP to win it. Me so, too, but I'm glad Cruz did. I did, too. Um, I saw his yeah. afterwards. I was going to say, and then he made a promo afterwards that said... You know, he did like the new belt, and MVP paid for it, so fuck it. He's going to wear that one, and he's going to hang the other one up in his kid's room. So. Yeah. Pretty good. I like it. I do, too. Um, That's fine. Yeah. They did something right. I like it. Right? It made sense. I was going to say, yeah, I'm enjoying Paulo. I'm enjoying the U.S. title scene right now. Paul Cruz is awesome, and MVP's always a good time. Yeah, I was going to say, and who would thought it? And... MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Shelton Benjamin are the most entertaining people on Raw right now. Especially Lashley. Like, like he just went from being one of the least entertaining yeah. people on the show to one of the most. Right. Like, that. Yeah. And it yeah. actually is all because of MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, MVP. <laughs> right. Because, yeah. you know, he listens. He's a bud. Um, and then MVP was still in the ring afterwards, and then he cut a promo. And the lights kept flickering and shit throughout that as well. Fucking storm. So, but he wants a rematch at SummerSlam. Me too. So. I also want a rematch at SummerSlam. You should get it. I, sh- I think you I should. You should ask Shane McMahon. If I can have a rematch? Yeah. Maybe I should ask Stephanie. Right. Alright. Uh, oh, uh, there was an interview with the Golden Roll Models. Who's the Golden Roll Models? I don't know. That's what I was just going to ask you is who's the Golden Roll Models. I don't Models. know. It doesn't say it. What the fuck? Oh, that's Sasha and... Oh, and Bailey? That's their name? I guess that's what they're going by. Fair enough. The golden role models. Yeah. Uh, But they're getting interviewed, and... um, They played a video instead of their accomplishments. And then Asuka, like, interrupted the video. Oh. Like, through the video. Like, she got on their tape somehow. Okay. And, yeah, says she's going to get revenge. And then Shayna Baszler walked up and said that she wants to, she wants Sasha. And then she just punched Sasha in the fucking face. I like it. I do, I too. like that. She did. She just, like, fucking punched her in the face. That sounds like something she would do. It was, yeah. I like it. It was, I liked it. I liked that it. they were going to have Shayna Baszler just be a badass again right? instead of biting bitches. Yeah. That was so stupid. Right? Um... Oh, I like this too. Uh, Kevin Owens was gonna host is gonna host the Kevin Owens show next. Okay. And the Iconics walk up to him backstage and says that, you know, 
they want to be the guest on the show. He's like, no, like this is my show. And I'm going out there in a minute. Like, I already have guests. I was going to say, when you already have guests, <laughs> the show's already been booked. Like, right. So, yeah. So he goes down. I bet they have run, though. Right. Well, yeah. Um, but he's like, you know, there's these two girls that were a real help to me in NXT, really good friends of mine. And they've had uh, a rough go lately. And. Um, but I saw that chemistry last week and I think they should get to back together and brought down Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, which I kind of like that too. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just like, there was a reason, like Kevin Owens is a good guy. He wants to see his friends be And he's playing a face other. right now, so it makes sense. Yeah. And I like the way they did it. And then they came back and... That's weird. We're all making sense. Yeah. What the fuck? And then obviously, yeah, then they came out, said that they're gonna get back together, basically. Um... Talk about because they have, I guess they have matching tattoos, all three of them, with their debut date. Huh. Which is really neat. I did not know that. Yeah. They even brought up Sarah, too. So, um, they didn't mention her Prager being Prager's, though. Did she get fired, too? I think she did. I thought so. Yeah. She got fired, and then she's, no, she was pregnant. Right. Yeah. I think that's the way that went. Uh, the icon, uh, double iconics Iconics. ended up interrupting them. Um, of course. And then Riot Squad actually. Oh, Billy Kay slapped the fuck out of, uh, Kevin Owens. That was pretty dope. Nice. Because Royce, yeah. Royce slapped him. Oh, Royce slapped him and then Billy Kay slapped the fuck out of him. It was great. Uh, and then that's what made the Riot Squad attack. Attack. And, yeah. Fuck you fucking with our friend. Right. He can't hit you, but we can. And then, then they started the tease of the night. You know, there were rumors swirling around. Well, they announced that Shane McMahon was going to be on the show this week. Yeah. And then there was rumors swirling around like he was announcing something new. And, like, he it did. was kind of fucked up. He um, something new. Yeah. But we started off the teases here with um, just a guy standing outside a locker room. And then the announcers are like, that's what's going Or, that's behind that door is the secret room talking about all day on social media and blah, 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 blah. So, and that's where that's, it started. Uh, then we got a match between the Riot Squad and the Double Iconics, and the Riot Squad got the win. Nice. So, um, yeah. That's cool. And, oh. <laughs> Charlie cuts in with breaking news after a commercial break to let us know that there was a crate I got knocked over. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <coughs> someone knocked over a box. Right. You guys, you guys gotta see this. News. Holy shit! So this box didn't knock itself over. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And then MVP and a Lashley walk up and say that no, this isn't breaking news. You should be, you know, talking to us how Apollo stole the title. And she said that, well, I was looking for you when I saw this. And the box was and then, more important. And the box was more important, basically. Uh, but I did want to let you know that Apollo Crews accepted for SummerSlam. So. Okay, rematch at SummerSlam. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew McIntyre came down to the ring. Um, He's and then Orton came down. Or Tom. And they had promos on each other. It was pretty cool, too, because, like, 
Drew McIntyre basically at the beginning. He started off mm. and he um, spewed basically everything that Edge just said during their his feud with he Orton. He said it back, right? He said pretty much the exact same things. And then Orton comes out and he's like, yeah, dude, why you can't come up with better things than what Edge just told me about? <laughs> like, I know all this stuff. And, you know, which was awesome. And then McIntyre's like, no, you, okay, fine. You want something new? And then starts to tell a story about, like, when Drew McIntyre was down and, uh, um, Orton was part of Evolution and things like that. How, you know, Triple H and Ric Flair brought him up and helped out the younger people, but when he was down and out, you know, Orton wouldn't help the younger people. And, you know, he's sitting in the locker room watching Orton get advice from the elders, and, you know, he wouldn't do the same. And, right. Uh, said the only reason. He had never, or that he should have been fired a few times, but he didn't because of his dad. And yeah, it was pretty good. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, and then Ric Flair was there as Woo! well. Of course he was. And he should be traveling. He should not be traveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They test, man. They have thermometers. I guess. Checking temperatures at the door. So it's fine. Um. Oh, and then they showed Nat Nia Jax backstage with Pat Buck, whoever the fuck Pat Buck is. Um, yeah, he was the guy that she, or the official that she the guy that he beat up. She, she beat, beat up, up the last I mean, week, but right? Whatever. Um, then we see Kevin Owens backstage talking with the Riot Squad, and um, Flair comes up Woo! and starts talking to him, uh, telling him basically, yeah, that. Don't try to face Orton. It's going to kick your ass. So. Uh, and then Nia Jax is in the ring with Pat Buck. Wherever the fuck Pat Buck is. And... It's the official. She, she starts to, to beat apologize or some shit. She beats him up instead. She does. Take that, Pat Buck. So, whatever. It's what you get. And then our truth came out and he stole the 24-7 championship. Like, he didn't win it. He just stole it from Shelton Benjamin at this point. That's the way to do it. Just grab it and run. And then Tazawa like and the ninjas came out. And Shender, Shelton Benjamin finally came out. And then we got a triple threat match between Shelton Benjamin, Tazawa, and our truth Okay. And Tazawa won. Nice. So, so he's the 24-7 champion now? Yep. It's the second reign, I think? Yeah, at least. At least a second. Yeah, he might have won one months ago. I forgot about because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, then we got our second tease of whatever this new Shane McMahon thing is, and it's in some like dingy ass room, and there's like two guys fighting in a ring with no ropes, and he's saying that we're all underground. We'll start at 10 p.m. So yeah, it's underground. Right. It's because it's in a basement, right? In a CD warehouse. Mm-hmm. Trying to, now they're ripping off Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Schreiber's backstage and interviewing Dominic Mysterio. Okay, which was actually really good. She she asked like, you know, you keep getting beat up from Seth Rollins. Your dad keeps getting beat up by Seth Rollins. Why do you keep showing up? <laughs> and he's like, you know, I watched this dude 
blind my father. Like, I don't want to see this anymore, so I'm going to challenge Seth Rollins to a match. At SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Of course. So, honestly, like, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, me too. Like, I want to see what Dominic can do. They've done a pretty good job building it up, and I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to see what Dominic's capable yeah. of. Yeah, and the fact that he gets his debut singles match at SummerSlam, that's really fucking dope. And against Seth fucking Rollins. Right, right. Who's been one of the biggest stars in WWE the past decade. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. For sure. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got a match with Shayna Baszler versus Sasha. Uh, obviously, ended in no contest. Asuka interfered. Okay. Yeah, referee throughout the. Well, here's the weird thing. Should we have a triple threat. So Asuka and, and Bailey were fighting oh, no. ringside, no. and that caused the ref to de- call the disqualification. Yeah, I heard about that. It had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. It's still WWE rules, man. Yeah, they just. Whatever. Stuff just happens. Yeah. Uh, then Charlie interviewed Asuka, and Asuka was obviously pissed about them beating up and killing Kyrie, um, which I still, that's what it seems like. Oh, she's dead. Like, if you just watch TV, you think she's dead. Yeah, just like dead. Asuka was, like, crying, right. and you never saw her again. She's dead, man. Right. She's dead. Yeah. Um. D-E-D. Yeah. And then, oh, then Sasha and Bailey came out, and um, you know how it was like a few months ago that Sasha did, or well, they've been kind of doing it, but Bailey did the whole, you know, you can face me at yeah. whatever pay per view if you can beat Sasha. Yeah, Sasha just did that last week or yeah. whatever. So now Sasha did it to Bailey this week. Oscar, you can get your rematch at SummerSlam if, if you, you beat, beat Bailey. Bailey. Right. And obviously Shane is going to interfere in that, right? Which is going to set up that triple threat probably. Give payback. So um, I don't think so. I think Stephanie announced what's going to happen on SmackDown. Oh yeah, no, that's for Bailey's title. Oh, I thought it was for both titles. Yeah, I think it's just for Bailey. Fair enough then. I can't. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. that makes sense since she's the SmackDown champion. I think. Yeah, I feel it. We'll get to it, and we'll tell you for sure. But I feel like they're defending all three titles. At SummerSlam, and that was like the big announcement. I'm fine with that. Where they have to defend the tag team and their singles titles. I'm fine with that, yeah. Right. How it should be. Yeah, for sure. And I like when people have to do double duty. It's always fun. Um, Oh, for some reason, Angel Garza was backstage from the chick that's going to be in The Bachelor this year. I don't know. And he was flirting with her. Because it's what he does, man. Look at him. Yeah, and then Zelina told her she doesn't belong. Which is true, she doesn't, but that's beside the point. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Fuck it. Stuff happens. Woo! Um, Alright, and then we got some more shit with fucking Shane McMahon, and now there's fucking girls dancing in thong bikinis and shit backstage. Bring back the attitude era. After 10 o'clock, I guess. I don't know. It was stupid. Sex, drugs, rock and roll? Yeah. We need Uh, grit, we need attitude, pal. Then we got Angelo Dawkins versus Angel Garza. Um, and Angel Garza won. Mm-hmm. And then we got Monte. Oh, and then, oh, this is important. So before the match, you know, the Street Profits do their entrance. And um, Montez takes a drink of his cup. Right. And he looks at it like it was like weird tasting that's important that is important um because Montez tries to have his match 
but he ends up like passing out and they say he was poisoned from whatever was in that cup mm-hmm. so yeah yep so yeah Montez Ford's been poisoned mm-hmm. um okay so Eric fought some guy in the raw underground thing and like beat the shit out of him and won pretty quickly so uh oh this is where they find out that what's his face was poisoned and oh okay Bianca Belair comes out and attacks Selena Vega. Because she thinks Vega did it, right? Yeah. So. Um, you don't poison my man, bitch. Yeah. The, let's see. There was some more stuff with the Hurt Business. Talking about the Raw Underground. They're going to dominate the Raw Underground. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins came down to talk about Dominic and uh, they came down or they had chairs and stuff and then Dominic came behind and started attacking him with uh, kendo sticks Mm. and Dominic ends up hitting a 619 on Seth Rollins I saw a still picture of that with Seth looking at the camera with this stupid look on his Mm -hmm. face it's pretty funny it happens um, and then the main event main event was technically Dolph Ziggler versus some random jobber in the Raw Underground thing yeah Ziggler crushed him yeah he did and then the Hurt Locker or whatever their name is Hurt Business comes out Hurt Locker? I like <laughs> yeah, that Hurt Business <laughs> I like that the Hurt Locker <laughs> right uh her business comes down and says that the Raw Underground is going to be under new uh, management. And um, some guys try to take out Lashley, knock, Lashley knocks them out, and they team up and wipes out with pretty much everybody. Yep. And that was Monday Night Raw. And yeah. Monday Night Raw Underground. Yeah. Brother, brother. Brother, brother. What the fuck? I. I'm waiting to see it play out. I mean, they're trying shit. It's just squash matches, though. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so far. I mean, they can make it more. It's something different, at least. You know, it took them till the end. They had to introduce it. And then they um, uh, put some actual superstars on there, which was, yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Like, I think that was the big thing, was... They had to do all that first, and then let's see what it, I, I'm. I'm curious to see what they do with it. I mean, I don't watch Raw, so I'm not too curious. Yeah. But we'll see. I can't stay up that late to watch that part of Raw. Which Fair is enough. my part. Like, yeah, I usually part. watch the first two hours of Raw every week, and then I go to bed at ten. So yeah. Well, I guess that takes us on to Impact Wrestling. Impact. 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 Oh, yeah, I forgot to pull up Impact. So. Oh, well, stuff happened. Yeah, it did. There was things and stuff, including the Good Brothers. They were there. Yeah. They did stuff, and uh, so did Austin Aries. He was there, too. Madman Fulton was there. Yeah, but we started off with the TNA Championship match. Right? Meath. Meath. Meath versus Hooth. Hooth. Heath versus Moose. Heath, Heath versus Moose. Right. Uh, I did see the end of this. This was um, a solid match. He yeah. looked good. Right. Um, 
but he lost. Moose looked like and Moose. And this was, yeah, for the championship. championship. And if he won, he got a contract. Right. And apparently he's not getting a safe contract, no. which, of course, was the, the outcome. Yeah, that's the... That's the gimmick. We've seen this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jimmy Jacobs interviewing the Motor City Machine Guns. I hadn't seen Jimmy Jacobs in so long. I was, like, sitting there like... I know this guy. Who the fuck is he? And then I finally remembered his yeah. name and it came back to me. But yeah, good to see Jimmy Jacobs on my TV. Right. Um, yeah. And then they get interrupted by the North. The North's promo was fucking awesome. Was this the... Ethan found his voice. That's for damn sure. Yeah. He went the fuck off. Was like, we weren't even at 40%. So yeah, he basically yeah. challenged the machine guns for a rematch because they had just fought the night before, right? And weren't even at hundred percent. So of course they lost. Yeah, of course. And even like it was cool because he even explained it. Like you know, we've walked through everybody, so we were mm-hmm. just kind of overconfident. And we understand that, but we are the best team. We're going to prove the best team. And Motor City seeing us, we're like, all right, let's go, let's do it now. And they're like, no, no. We said when we're hundred percent, we'll do it. We yeah. just fought you guys last week. We're not ready yet. Nice. So, nice. yeah. Uh, we got another episode of Wrestle House. Yes, this was uh, this week was better than last week, honestly. Nice. They nice. basically... I'll, I'll just cover all the Wrestle House stuff now. Okay. Except for whatever the matches were when we get to those. Right. But the overarching story, obviously, is Rosemary and Johnny Bravo. Yeah. And it was basically revealed to Kylie Ray because she asked Rosemary, like, when can we leave? I am the number one contender for the women's match championship. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we can leave when Johnny takes the hint. And so then, like, Kylie, being Kylie, goes to talk to Johnny about taking the hint. Mm -hmm. And he thought it meant to leave, and he left the house. Which means that they're never going to leave. But he comes back for Rosemary's match. Right. And, yeah, he still doesn't quite take the hint. So Um, And that's the overarching story of of Wrestle House. Yeah, we did have the first match of Wrestle House was Alicia Edwards and Susie versus Johnny Swinger. Yes. And the uh, Johnny Swinger was being perverted. Johnny Swinger on the couch, and yeah. Tommy Dreamer just yelled that it was wrestle time, and so there it was because they were arguing over it, over him being a perv. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great way to. This whole show yeah. has been like this really well done. It's mm-hmm. goofy and cheesy, but in a good way, not right. a stupid way. Uh, and we had another title match Impact Championship Eddie Edwards versus Sammy Callahan. Yeah, this was unexpected. I didn't expect Callahan. Mm-hmm. He um, he got jumped before the match as well yeah, by RVD. Yep. Because of, you know, the shit he pulled with Katie Forbes' video last week we told you about, or two weeks ago, whenever it was. I think it was last week. I think it was last week, too. But yeah, and then he still came on down and fought the match, and he fought Mm -hmm. valiantly, but he did lose. Eddie Edwards continues to be your Impact World Champion. Yeah, he does. It was a good match. All the matches were solid on Impact. Then we got Rosemary versus Kylie Ray. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of... And then Kylie Ray won. Rosemary actually called for match time instead of Tommy this time mm. um, because she was so pissed off because she found out that Kylie yeah. had talked to Johnny and Johnny left and so yeah. she called for the match and then Bravo showed back up for the match though so it right. worked out <coughs> he was there cheering her on at the end which is actually yeah. what caused Rosemary the win she got distracted by the fact he was back and Kylie Ray got the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling yeah uh <clears throat> 
Then technically our main event match was uh, Chris Bay and Rohit Rahu versus TJP and Falaba. Yeah, I missed this actually. Yeah. I don't know who won. TJP and Falaba. There you go. And then the main event segment uh, was Rich Swan coming down on crutches. Um, this was dope. Yeah. Saying that yeah, he retired, he's he fucking retired. crying and shit. Right. He goes to leave. A bunch of people come out. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to leave and fucking bastard Eric Young. Not only attacks him, it breaks fucking crutch over his legs. Right. Over yeah. his broken leg. Yeah, I did see that. So obviously Rich isn't retiring. But no, obviously. I thought it was real. Like, when it started, I was like, no, he's not. This right. is a story. And then by the end of it, I'm like, holy well. fuck, he's retiring. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not. It's a story. Right. It's a solid episode of Impact. Yeah. And like normal now, although I do want to throw out this bit of news and rumors. Yeah. So apparently, AEW has not brought back a lot of the mm-hmm. enhancement talent yeah. that they've had, including the biggest right. name of them all was Pineapple Pete. Pete. Yeah, I saw that. So, so apparently the yeah. rumors are that Dark is going back to mid-card storylines yeah. again like it used to be as opposed nice. to being squash matches like it is currently with like a mid-card storyline. Mm-hmm. So if it is, I'll probably start watching it and we'll probably start talking about it again, buds. But for now, we're yes. just going to go through and cover the matches yep. real quick as we have been because it's just squash matches right. pretty much. So Correct. Let's go, BJ. Scorpio Sky. Will Hobbs. Scorpio. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Gun Club versus Simpentico and Aaron Solo. Uh, ooh, the Gun Club. Yes. Nice. Uh, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss versus Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon. <laughs> uh, Joey Janela and, and Sonny Kiss. Yeah. I saw a gift from this match. Okay. Joey Janela was like days sitting on the top rope mm-hmm. uh, with his new feet on the second ropes. Yeah. And both guys were like bent over in front of him and he tried to run over their backs and mm-hmm. like just like fell and flopped but <laughs> then awesome. had to reach out for the tag. It was so bad, but That's it was good. so great. Nice. Uh Abaddon took on Kylie King. Kylan King. Abaddon won. Yes. And Jack Evans took on QT Marshall. <laughs> Jack yeah. Evans won. Yeah. He went to do a fucking springboard and just flat. He just fell. Nice. He slipped off the top rope and just nice. splat in the mat. That's great. QT did move in quick to save it. Yeah. But yeah, that was another gift I saw with Botch this week. But it also, is. how long has it been since we've seen Evans in a match? Right. And like, the thing is, these are the things to try out and get the ring rust off and all that on dark. Right. You know? <clears throat> I did see the gif of uh, Allie's reaction after the match. Like, right after the uh, Evans got the pinfall, she just looked so disappointed. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, FTR took on Brian Pillman Jr. And i uh, never heard of this guy before. Uh, Griff Garrison. Who the fuck's that? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to say that whoever that guy is and Pillman lost. Yeah. Yeah, FTR yeah. won that one. Obviously. Over, our yeah, Garrison took, well, took the loss, too. Okay, whoever that guy is. Yeah, ooh. Uh, this one might be a little harder. I looked him up on Google, but nothing came up. Mm-mm. Just says, huh. yeah, who I found a website. Is, like, says, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all I know. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade took on Private Party. Butcher and the Blade? Yeah, they did. That's not a squash match. No. 
Well, the main events lately. Yeah, been, that's true. They have been real matches. matches. Yeah. Fair enough. And that yeah. takes us on to AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Creeper, creeper. Yeah. Uh, once you skip past the first like five minutes of which the match, I missed, right? So, yeah. This yeah. This whole episode this whole, of Dynamite was yeah, fantastic. Last 115 minutes was excellent. Yeah, but we kicked uh, off with the six man tag. Yeah. Six uh, man on each team right, ta- man, man tag. tag so a yeah. twelve man tag yeah. between the elite and FTR right. taking on Dark Order. Right, which was it was Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Adam Page, and then FTR. Yeah, and then and on then, Dark Order side was Mr. Brody, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, Long John Silver. No, not Long John mm-hmm. Silver's number five and uh the other Cole. guy. Number nine, that's right. Number nine and Cole. Yes. Alan and Cole. Eagles. Yeah. Alan Eagles, that was the other name, thank you. Actually, Alan looked impressive in this match. Yeah. Um, but FTR gets hurt. Or One whatever. of them tweaked their knee early, yeah, early into the match, and they both left with Hangman. Yeah. Helping him backstage because he's hurt. Right. Hangman comes back to the match later, though. Yes, he does. But but this was yeah, this was really good. Um, yeah, for a long time the story was just fucking Dark Order beating mm-hmm. the shit out of Kenny Omega. Right. And uh, yeah. Hangman comes back for the hot tag and just beats the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. There's one but part he does like a backflip off the apron to take out mm-hmm. all five members of the Dark Order except Mr. Brody. Mr. Brody had just like climbed up the apron and just stood there and watched him like, I, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing to my cronies? Um, and we could have had this guy. Right. And then the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks were down for a little while too. And then the ending came when the Bucks came back, and there were super kicks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they were about to take Brody down. Hangman was the legal man, and the Dark Order numbers were just too much. They yep. pulled the other three out. Six and on then, four uh, got to him eventually. Yeah, and then Paige took the that fucking brutal looking lariat from Mr. Mr. Brody. Brody and Dark One, Order two, three. Wins. Yeah. So. And Cole Cabana remains undefeated since mm-hmm. joining Dark Order. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Good times. No, this was excellent. Yeah. I missed well, the first... I guess the first five minutes was Flip Fest, and then after right. that, they had a wrestling match. So, yeah. good times. No, this was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the best friends show up to the arena in uh, Trent's mom's van. Yep. So, that's kind of Yeah. Um, and then Moxley cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Which was fucking fire. Like, fucking fire. Just comparing himself to Darby Allen and in this, like he said, you know, Darby, when it's time to stay down, stay down, but I know you won't. Right. Because you're just like me. It's just really fucking good. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> Proud and Powerful took on the best friends. This was a fun tag team match. Although, I gotta say, I was actually oddly disappointed that the Best Friends won. Yeah. Because I felt like this was Proud and Powerful's moment to shine. Right. But we're not done here. We'll get no. to these guys later on. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Best Friends picked up the win here. Yep. With a roll-up. Yeah. It was a fine match, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF is in his campaign headquarters mm-hmm. uh, and gets pissed off at this guy named Lee, who's working for him. Um and uh, gets mad at the guy because this poster that looked pretty level to me wasn't level wasn't level yeah um, yeah and then 
he basically mentions how he'd rather, obviously, rather face Darby than Moxley for the title. Yeah, they ask, like, well, what happens if Darby wins? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Matt Hardy came and cut a promo, uh, basically saying that he's done with the gimmicks and he wants to just be Matt Hardy, but he still had, like, glimpses of here the broken there, yeah. here and there, which was fantastic. I knew you'd come. Right, and then Sammy... Yeah, he was talking about Sammy and how he attacked him, and Sammy tried to sneak up on him, just turned around. Hardy knew he was there and was yeah. ready for him, and they fought and they like brawled. men. Yeah, and they brawled, and Sammy grabbed the wrong chair, and... Oh, man, did he? Fucking... He chucked yeah. it at Matt and just gashed him yeah, wide yeah. fucking open. That yeah. was a lot of blood. It was a lot of blood. I and saw yeah, pictures backstage after he got cleaned mm-hmm. up. It was a pretty decent yeah. five, six-inch gash on his forehead. Right. Yeah, and I had it for news and rumors, but yeah, they put a gimmick chair out there, and Sammy couldn't find the right one, so he just grabbed one. And chucked it. And chucked it oh, instead. Yeah, that was not such a good yeah, idea. He got some shit backstage afterwards, like, yeah. Should have just not done it. Right. Right. So, whatever. Um, yeah. Then we got, then we got the Long John Silver and Alex yes. Reynolds of the Dark Order, Taking on a debuting Matt Cardona and his tag team partner, Cody Rhodes. TNT champion. The TNT champion. Not yeah. defending his title for the first week since he got it. Correct. Yep. But he's still wrestling. Yeah. Well, he's so, in a tag match with his friend Matt. Yeah. And they win. And they won. Matt wins. With the yeah. what used to be the Rough Rider, but is now known yeah. as Radio Silence. Correct. So. Oh, Radio yep. And then we got a tease as Cody's leaving. Uh, Scorpio Sky comes out. Yes. And just challenges him for the TNT Championship next week. Which is going to be dope. Yeah, it should be a fun match. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me. And then this is where... Oh, I think I missed the beginning part. But I think this book ended the uh, thing where Tito and Ortiz... uh, Yeah. Beat the fuck out of Trent's mom's minivan. Bust the windows out. Sledge they spray paint it. They sledgehammer all the lights and shit. They end up taking the wheels off of it and leaving it on its rims right. on bricks. Like, yeah. Every, it was fucking great. Fantastic. And then, yeah, Trent and Chuck find it and they are pissed. Yeah, they are. And Trent's like, we're going to beat you and then you're going to call my mom and apologize. On speakerphone. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Fucking. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Okay. <laughs> then, one of the best things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. I don't give a shit who you are. Uh, we are going to have a debate between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. This this proved that Orange Cassidy is the whole deal. He's yeah. got the whole fucking package. Right. He can cut a promo. He can yep. be funny. He can go. He can wrestle. He yeah. can be serious. He can be him at all times. It's amazing. Yeah. And we had a special guest moderator. Yes. Of Eric Bischoff. Motherfucking Eric Bischoff. First time on TNT television in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But they asked, you know, he asked the questions, and the first couple were, you know... Uh, why do you why, hate Orange so much? Yeah. Orange, Jericho goes on a tirade, and right. then Orange, he asks Orange, and Orange Whatever. says nothing. Yeah. And then there was another one like that. Same, Same thing. thing. Jericho goes on a yep. tirade and Orange says nothing. Yep. And then the third question Bischoff mm-hmm. asks is about rising sea levels and yeah. the effect and on the United States and, uh, yeah. population. Right. And Jericho's like, what the 
fuck are you talking about? This is a wrestling show. And he's like, well, although I probably know what the answer is going to be, Mr. Cassidy, same question to you. Mm-hmm. And he like grabs the mic and puts it right up in front right. of his face. <laughs> and he just spews this, like, that shows he's right. well-educated about rising sea levels with global yeah. warming in America. And it was fantastic. It was really It was good. so great. Mm-hmm. I was popping. Yeah. And then the last question was, why does the rematch mean so much? Yes. Uh, and Jericho starts to answer. But uh, Cassidy cuts him off. He's just like, shut up, Jericho. Shut up. Yeah. And. Like, you set up a fucking date, uh, debate with a guy who doesn't talk. Like, you just came to make me look bad, but mm-hmm. what's going to happen when you lose? Like, right. you're going to lose to a guy that puts his hands in his pockets. Right. And I was like, God damn, they're so yeah. great. And it was, yeah, just so fucking good. Yeah. So fucking good. And uh, then him and Hager beat them. Fuck out of Orange County. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like the fuck out of him. Yeah, they did. But I'm so excited. It was great. Yeah, that was a fantastic. Cassidy segment. doesn't win. Like he has to win he now. He has to win. He has to win. Um. God damn! I accidentally refreshed. Uh oh, Burt Baker is being interviewed by Tony Shavani. Yes. And. Uh, this week she gets to pick Big Swole's opponent, mm-hmm. and it's going to be Reba. Reba. <laughs> so. And Reba had to get in the ring and act like she couldn't wrestle, which was right. pretty fucking funny. It was, and obviously Swole won. Yes. Um, yeah. Swole. It was pretty good. Yes. Then uh, we got our main event. Main event. Darby Allen versus John Moxley for yeah. the AEW World Heavyweight yeah. Championship. This was really fucking good. This was too. a fantastic match. He beat the fuck out mm-hmm. of Darby. Mm-hmm. Darby fought back violently, but he in the end of the day... Well, even uh, MJF came down. Yeah, that's true. And the ref was distracted, and he hit uh, Moxley... With the title. With the title. Yup. And Darby still couldn't take he it. He hit him with a coffin so drop close. and couldn't get him. Yeah. And then Darby kept control and went for mm-hmm. a second coffin drop, but yeah, uh, Moxley grabbed Mox him. Mox grabbed him into a sleeper hold and mm-hmm. tried to put him the fuck to sleep. Right. And fucking Gotch pile drived him. Yep. That should have been it. But nope. Darby Allen kicked out, and mm-hmm. it's exactly what Dar- or Moxley yep. said earlier in the night. Like when, when it's time to stay down, stay down. Yep. But I know you won't because you were just like me, yep. and I wouldn't. And did. Darby didn't, so mm-hmm. he put him down with fucking paradigm mm-hmm. shift. Which looked brutal as hell. It did. One, two, three. Yeah. Darby's out. Right. But before he hit him with the paradigm shift, he went and like prayed in the corner. Yeah. Like he did he's like, I don't want to do this. Like I told you, he did the whole yeah. Let's go. Father, Oosh. son, and holy ghost bullshit. Yep. And like Yeah. It was Finished him. It was this Moxley, man, I love. The promo he cut earlier in the night is the best promo he's yeah. cut since he left WWE. Yeah, that Easily. made me feel like... No, minus, his, minus the video that they put out. Yeah. Minus that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that made me feel like, you know, when we used to... When he was in part of The Shield... And I used to tell you, like, no, dude, this he's, like, the best promo in the business. And we go back and watch those, like... Uh, Old school, you know, 2010, mm-hmm. 2009, fucking indie John Moxley promos. No, he's he was, was this was perfect. This is what it yeah. needed to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, excellent episode of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. That takes us on to NXT. Nephew, nephew. Yeah, it definitely wasn't as strong this week. No, uh, especially Maybe. after the first match. Like the first match, if you watch that. Oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess just because Dynamite crushed NXT in the ratings by almost like 200,000 people mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. AEW did better in the... Uh, Women's demographic than... WWE, the NBA, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and the NBA. And the NBA, and did better in the 18 to 34 demographic than Monday Night Raw as well. Yeah. Which has never right. happened before. Right. So. Um, Not that they're direct competition still, because, no. I mean... But NXT did gain... Like 50,000 viewers as well. Yeah, even with the number it's not like 200,000 left. See, that's my thing. Like, I want both shows on Wednesday to be the Monday and Friday. Me shows. too. They're better shows. They, they should really be. Are. Oh, excuse me. It's rare we have a bad thing to say about, like, either show as an overall show. Right. It's rare. It's bad. Right. This is a rare for NXT <coughs> to not be up to their standard this yeah. week. I don't want to say it was bad. It just wasn't yeah, good. It wasn't, yeah. Like I said, the, ma- the first match was really good. Yeah, it was. Dakota yeah. Kai versus Rhea Ripley. Everything in this match was done well. Mm-hmm. The interference with Mercedes Martinez, yeah. setting up her and Ripley, just right. calls Ripley the loss. Like, Dakota right. Kai being the number one. Like, it all made sense storyline. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was yeah. all well done. The match was Very excellent. Good. Yeah, I although, like, I'm not a big Dakota Kai fan. Still. I'm not either. Or a heel Dakota Kai right. fan, I should say. I liked say. her more when she was a face. Um, but coming out of this, getting Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez, I am stoked. For yeah, that. that match is going to be fantastic. Like, and Rhea can learn a lot about being mm-hmm. um, a bigger woman in comparison to the roster. Because I mean, fuck, right. Rhea's got four or five inches on like everybody right. else, just like Mer- Mer- Mercedes does. Right. Ooh, I can't speak. Right, and that's why because I love the fuck out of her and Charlotte's match, and Mercedes is like. Close to that, yep. you know. And yeah, that's for sure. Why I feel like absolutely, the man. Size I agree. And stuff, yep. so. Yeah. Um. Oh, Bronson Reed came to the ring, and he's gonna face Shane Thorne. Yeah, he put him away pretty quickly. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I forgot Shane Thorne was a wrestler that existed. And then. Uh, some stuff is shown with Brizongo making their way to the performance center. <laughs> yeah. And they got attacked by the El Legato del Fantasma. Yep. That whole group. Yep. So, Led by Drugs McDealer. Uh, yeah, Fantago got stolen. Yeah, by Fantago. Yeah. We'll see him later, though. Don't worry. Um, and then... So people need to stay out of that fucking parking lot. That's the most yeah. dangerous place in all of professional wrestling. It really is. People are always getting beaten, jumped, and run right. over, and everything there. Car accidents, and... Yeah. Then there was some, yeah, other stuff out in the parking lot with Mercedes, Aaliyah, and Robert Stone. Just mm-hmm. saying that, uh, you know, Reba, Rhea thinks she's done with the Robert Stone brand, but in reality, we're not done with her. Yep. Um, I'm not finished with you yet. Oh, wait, no, wrong, wrong. Yeah. That was a good feud. Um, so, okay, so this triple threat, I didn't understand the winner. Anyway, so we get this debuting Ridge Holland that they've been promoting for, what, two weeks now? Yeah. Um, about being in this triple threat, or in, to go against the North American Championship. So we get a match with him, Oni Lorcan, and Damian Priest. Yes. I'm like, okay, well, Ridge Holland's going to win Obviously, this. he's winning this. Like, duh. No, Damian Priest yep. was like the star of this match and won. Yeah. It wasn't a horrible, it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't that good, but yeah, I was like. Why? Why did you, yeah. Like, they, oh, whatever. 
Um, I think originally he was going to win. Yeah. And the change that they announced later on in the show is why they changed it. Right. He's probably might win that. But that's dumb, too, and we'll yeah. get there when we get there. I didn't like what they announced, either. I think it's stupid, but... I don't. I, like I do. It. We'll get to it. I'll, I'll explain it. It's just a timing logic thing. The timing, I hate. I like the idea. Yeah. We'll go. Fuck it. Let's talk about it, because it's just after this match. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, they announced that... Loomis is hurt. Yeah, Loomis so is hurt. So he's got to get so replaced. Right. Right. So, instead, they're going to have the losers... Of these matches, so convoluted. Oh, the losers. So there's four triple threat matches. Right. The losers of the those four triple threat matches are going to be in singles matches against each other, and the winners will be the last two spots for the six man ladder match. The way you explain it's a lot less convoluted than the way Morrow and Tom Phillips explained it. Right. Yeah. No, that's what they're doing, and I like that, but I don't like the fact that. They had Loomis get hurt. I think they should have... I mean, I, I don't know if he is hurt, for real. I'm assuming he's actually hurt if he lost... If he won the match, right. he's out now. But they should have just waited until all the matches were done. Right. And, and that's then been like, thought, hey, like, Loomis got hurt, so we've right. got this spot open. Right. So instead, we're going to do... Instead of halfway through. Right? right. I was thinking, like, yeah, if Loomis did get hurt, they should have either... They should have done it at the end. Or if he... If the plan was for him to be hurt and make it a six-man in any way... They shouldn't have let him they win. Should have, they should have just had somebody else win in the first place. Right. That, or they should have announced it at the beginning. Or, yeah, and they should have just announced it at the beginning and yeah. had it that way. Right. Where you do the four triple threats. But, yeah, that I, I do like the concept, though, because the whoever doesn't get pinned or submitted... In the match, you didn't lose. Right. So you get that second chance. I it's the age old WWE argument with the triple threats. It's, it's always a good right. little loophole for you right. there, and those triple threats for right. those guys. And it's one of the, like, it's one of the parts. I, it's one of their things that they do all the time that I like. Like because they're pretty consistent with yeah, it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it makes sense. So, all right. But before that, we did before that announcement, we did get Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes. Yeah, Keith Lee's different. Yeah. He's snapping because of fucking Cross and what right. Cross did to his friend Dijakovic. Right. Um, I wanted more, though. Yeah. He should have just crushed Grimes. Well, he shouldn't have been wrestling Grimes, and then he should have just crushed whoever the fuck it was. Right. He should be so infuriated that he's like, he's got to snap during this. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to have to yell or scream. He's going to have to lose his temper. Like, something. Like, this has to push him over the edge. Right. That's what the story's telling. And I kind of felt like this match, you should have started to see him, like, thinking about it or starting to just tweak a little bit and then, like, just hitting a big pop-up powerbomb for the win or something. Right. But instead, he had a match. Right. And he stared off into the distance quite a bit. Yeah. And then Karrion Cross cut a promo on him mm-hmm. after the match, after he won. Yes. And, yeah, they're going to fight, too, at the at the TakeOver. Yeah. 30. It's not officially announced. No, but that's obviously what they're building for. Yeah. Um, I kind of want Cross to win. Yeah. Uh, And then after Regal's announcement about the thing. Yes. um, Phantasma, Drag, Fandango. Yeah, I told you he'd be back. Into the the PC. Yeah, and then fucking Santos Escobar Mm -hmm. finally cut a promo that made some fucking sense and explained what the fuck's going on with these guys. And I actually thought this was the best thing on the show. Nice. Like, I really did. I really liked the Santo Escobar part here. Nice. He's like, you 
people made fun of Lucha and put us down, and we're not going to take it anymore. Like, we're not going to be disrespected, and we're going to stand up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And they're not just two douchebag J&J security guys. They're actually beating people up and being effective and making them look like three badass guys together. I like it. Well done. Um, Not the wrestler well done, but or the tag team well done. Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee joined... Oh, God. Tom Phillips for commentary at this time. This ruined the rest of the show. And for the match of Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. I would have rather had Sam Roberts being a mark on commentary than this. But Pat McAfee is like bickering. It took away from the match because... And like it pissed me off. Like what really... Like the first thing that got me is like... Okay, so McAfee comes out, and I get it. They're trying to do the cross-promotion, ESPN, whatever. Mm-hmm. Broaden the audience, right? They could get a real celebrity for one, but beside the point, mm-hmm. McAfee's apparently been training for two years. Makes sense to use a guy like this, right? right. And they've obviously set up the Adam Cole thing. Mm-hmm. McAfee legitimately seemed like he was just there to call a match, and they wouldn't yeah. leave him the fuck alone about it and kept bringing it up. Yeah. And then that changed in the second match. But, yeah, there was a women's match, and I don't know, Indy Hartwell yeah. and Tegan. Somebody Tegan. won. I keep, Tegan. I forgot because yeah. fucking well, Tegan won. Pat McAfee and Beth stormed off, which was funny. Yeah. She wasn't even physically there to storm off. I guess she hung up her phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was... Um, that was funny. Yeah. Well, that was during the main event. Oh, was it? I thought she... that happened during her during yeah. women's match. No, okay. she left during the main event. Um, so yeah, the main event was the tag team championship right. match Imperium between Imperium versus, and Fish yeah. and O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era, right. with Adam and, Cole and Roddy Strong at ringside. Right, and like, yeah, you're barely paying attention to the match because Pat McAfee's talking shit about Adam Cole. Which, in all fairness, is because they kept fucking asking him about it. Right, and I'm like, quit, stop, just leave it alone. Yeah, I don't want and this. Then, but then he's yeah, he's talking shit and. Like, Adam, Adam Cole's him. like two feet away from him. They keep saying that. He's like, you know Adam can hear you, right? He's only yeah. like 20 feet away from where we're sitting right now. And he's like, yeah. And, and then, eventually Cole's like, you know what? That's fucking enough. I can't yeah. I can't fucking deal with right. this. And he gets he turned his around. He's like, you know I can hear you. I'm like 20 feet away. Can't right. you shut your fucking mouth? Right. And he's like, yeah. And then McAfee's like, my bad, my bad. Or, and then Cole turns around. He's like, he's an angry little elf, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Which was... That was the best line on all of television this week. Um, <laughs> and then that's what sets Adam Cole off. Yes, he that turns was around and straw. just attacks. I mean, it was... It Shawn was, Michaels gets involved and right. separates him. Triple H and a handful yeah. of refs gets pull McAfee off. away. Yeah. Cole's on the fucking table, like, just furious. Right. And he starts to get off the table, and McAfee just runs up and punts him in the fucking head, yeah, and he, he just drops to the floor. Fuck it. Cole sold that well. Yeah. Or he legit got kicked in the face one right. or the other. And it was, yeah. It was fantastic. That's the thing, yeah. I don't care about Pat McAfee, but if he can, if, like, if he can keep this up and make me care about him, though. Like, the story's stupid. Adam Cole deserves mm-hmm. better than fucking Pat McAfee. He's not even right. a real celebrity. Right. And if you want to make him a wrestler, that's fine. But this is not how you don't debut him as a fucking mm-hmm. celebrity. Debut him as a wrestler. Yeah. But the execution was excellent. Yeah. The fucking kick was solid. Yep. The verbal back and forth was excellent. Like, I didn't like the way they kept feeding into McAfee. I wish he would have just took it. He needed to take it on his own. It's like they forced him into talking about Cole yeah. Yeah. to get him started. But then he just kept rolling once they got him going. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, the execution was well done. Like mm-hmm. the fight at the end was good. Sh- right. Triple H like legit shoved yeah. 
McAfee, he like after great. he kicked out him cold. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well done. Yeah. And that takes us on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yep. Sister, sister. Uh, yeah. We started off with a Firefly Funhouse. Uh, Bray Wyatt talking about Alexa Bliss and what happened talking last about week. About Bliss. Uh, which we didn't do last week, last week, so. No, we didn't. Yeah, because The Fiend showed up at the end and, mm-hmm. uh,. Yeah, with Alexa Bliss. So took her. Took her great seven. Probably. He didn't take her. That's what but they he, like stroked her face and stuff. They so. implied he was there to get her. Um, yeah. And then he said it was all Braun's fault. So well, obviously. even though Braun's dead in the swamp or whatever. Braun's alive somewhere. But I promise. I know, but so. Uh and then we got back in the arena, uh Matt Riddle versus Seamus. I bet this was okay. Yeah. It seems like it was Decently long. Um, I mean, Sheamus is veteran enough to go with anybody and have right. a decent match, and Matt Riddle's fucking Matt Riddle, right. so. Um, yeah, and it ended in disqualification, though, because Shorty G came out and attacked Riddle. God, that's a match I want. Shorty G and Riddle. So are they, if, like, legit teaming up Riddle and Sheamus here? Is that is that a thing that they're doing? I haven't been watching. I don't, I don't fucking know. Well, Shorty G was teaming up with Baron Corbin last week. Okay. And then... <clears throat> I don't now he's out here. Maybe yeah. he's just feuding with Riddle is all. Maybe yeah. that's just Sheamus was just the innocent bystander. Yeah. So... Okay, fair enough. Moving right along? Wait. I'm waiting. Oh, Riddle beat up Shorty G. Good. And then Sheamus just stood there and watched. And then Riddle went to the back... And then Seamus attacked Shorty G as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Why not? Right. Fuck Shorty G. Oh, because that there's that whole bounty thing. That's what it was. Bounty thing. Yeah. Corbin put a bounty out on Matt Riddle. Oh. So. Shorty G yeah. was trying to collect. Collect, yeah. That's why. He came to collect. Oh, no, yeah. wait. That's not. Never mind. Right. And then uh, Sarah Shriver tells, backstage, Sarah Shriver tells Corbin what happened, because he missed it, apparently. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, We're up to speed. And then, right. Uh, And then Seamus came back and said, threatened Shorty G. Okay. For fucking with his match. Gotcha. Good job, Seamus. Yep. And then we got a dirt sheet with Miz and Morrison. Right, that's usually who does it. And... Uh, they were talking about Sonya Deville and what happened with um, Mandy Mandy last week. Yeah. Or was that two weeks ago? I don't know. But, because yeah, Sonya beat the fuck out of Mandy. And Sonya comes to the ring and talks shit about Mandy and make fun of Otis and Tucker and then Otis and Tucker come down and beat up Miz. And, yeah. Yeah. Then we got Cesaro versus Lince Dorado. Ooh, Cesaro won. That's pretty dope. Nice. That never Cesaro happens. never wins. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then... Tucker and Otis got interviewed backstage about what happened on the dirt sheet. Okay. 
And then before commercial, uh, yeah, or the fire or the fiend actually came out like to his entrance music, and when it came, um, he had Alexa Bliss in the ring, and yeah, and then the Strowman shows up on the screen as the fiends with Alexa. And she kind of smiled at the fiend, like nice. Yeah, yeah. I want this. I do too. So bad. I have for years. I know. We've <laughs> said Alexa Bliss as Sister I think we've Abigail. We've been talking about this since before the podcast started. Right. So right. Yeah. So like years. Ah, finally, um, but Bron shows up on the big screen and says that he doesn't give a damn about Alexa. He just wants to destroy the fiend. Oh. Um, oh. He's lying. And okay. he's going to face the Fiend for the title at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Hooray. And I really think Alexa's going to cost Braun, Braun I the hope. title. That'd be fantastic. Hooray. I'm Hooray. down. And then she can get like her horror makeover that she would, has always wanted. Yeah. And, oh my God. It'd be dope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm down. I'm yeah. down. I want that on my TV screen. Great. What else happened on SmackDown? Uh, Jeff Hardy took on Baron Corbin. Woof de doo. Baron Corbin. Won. Jeff Hardy won by disqualification because oh, Sheamus came out and interfered, interfered in Corbin's match. Why have the matches if you never finish any of them? Because, What's the fucking point? Right. Because then we have to have Sheamus versus Baron Corbin. No oh, god. And Sheamus won by the yeah. distraction with Matt Ri- of Ri- Ri- Matt Riddle. So we got this whole like. Seamus, Matt Riddle, Baron Corbin, right. Shorty G thing going on. Just fucking mm-hmm. love square. Yeah. Love tank. Uh, Alright. And then this is where... Um, Jesus Christ, how much more shit happens on this fucking show? Everything's like three minutes, I think. Uh, there's like 27 three-minute things. Jesus Christ. Um, Smackdown sucks. Uh, Bailey and Sasha came down to the ring. Okay. Stephanie McMahon showed up on the oh, fuck her. video conference screen. We're going to need all the McMahons thing. back. Trip White is going to be on TV again right. soon. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, yeah, and then that's when she made the announcement that, <clears throat> yeah, Sasha is going to defend the women's title, possibly against Asuka. And then, oh, that's right. No, what she, that's right. What she announced was, but we still need to figure Bailey's opponent. So next week on SmackDown, there will actually be a triple brand battle royal. Okay. For a Raw, a SmackDown, and an XT to see who will face Bailey at Summer SummerSlam. Slam. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Fair enough. I like that NXT is involved. Yeah, that is neat. So. Mm, wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Miz and Morrison versus Heavy Machinery. Okay. And Heavy Machinery. Man. No contest. Ha! Surprise. Because Mandy shows up. And Who would have thought? Sonya was out there, and yeah. So. Tell me that sucks. And oh, that was the main event. Oh, main event. So good. Cool. So much some good wrestling. Number fifty. Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Your new buds out there. We're counting down the top one hundred wrestlers of the last decade. And then every 10 wrestlers we get through, we stop, we reorder in our list of how we think they should rank. Yep. And we're up to number 50. We're halfway. 
We're going to start with Bill Ospreay. My match was from 2017. When was yours from, BJ? 2018. Then I get to go first. My match was versus Ricochet. And the defi- I'm sorry, the WCPW World Cup of 2017 semifinal match. Yeah, that's Richard O'Shea for all your our truth fans out there. Yes. Um, PJ, I already told you guys about this match, and it was fucking dope. Yeah. I was like 15 minutes into the 22 minute match when I realized it was the same match BJ had already watched, so mm-hmm. I didn't change matches. But it was fucking awesome. Um, Will Ospreay is one of the best uh, flippy guys in the business. And I don't mean like high spots. I mean like reversing and and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. The back and forth, right? Gymnastics like flips and hip tosses and springboards and right. all those cool things. But he also has a lot of high, high. I mean, they call him the aerial assassin, so he's got a lot of high flying yeah. moves too. Um, I mean, he's not going to be number one or two, but he's probably number three or four of the last decade. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Between him, Matt Hardy, and RVD, it's a hard call, honestly. Right. Matt Hardy and RVD have legendary status, but Will Ospreay might have done more in the last decade. Right. Especially compared to RVD. Matt Hardy's actually the tougher one, I think. Yeah, Matt Hardy, definitely. But, yeah, I think Mysterio and Lesnar are going to stay ahead of him, though, for the Mm -hmm. decade. I think... uh, I think that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, BJ, since you watched a match we haven't already talked about? So I watched Will Ospreay versus uh, Matt Riddle. Oh, and if you're curious about the Ospreay match against Rick O'Shea, yeah, it's in the Budkais for free, guys. Yeah. Go check it out. Okay, go. Uh, I watched Will Ospreay versus Matt Riddle yes. from OTT Wrestling. I bet this was dope. Um, yeah, this was fucking fantastic because I love... With Bat Riddle's strength against Will Ospreay's flippy shit, like when he'd go for, you know, his flippy shit moves and Matt Riddle can just catch him out of midair right. and then fucking suplex him all the way across the fucking ring. Right. Because that happened a couple times. I almost and that watched was Ospreay dope. Walter. No, I almost thing. watched that one too. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, this was fantastic. Well, yeah, Osprey did end up picking up the win nice. here. Um, but, no, I agree with you. Like, uh, you know, in ten years, when we do... This de- current decade? This current decade, like... Uh, you know, he might be up further, depending. But, like... Because he has... The thing is, he's helped be part of this... This new generation and how, like, the flippy shit works. The good and, side of it, right. not just doing move side of it. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, some of his <clears throat> matches, like, the storytelling that he's had in them, um, like, his match with Ibushi last year was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's um, definitely a top 50 wrestler. Like, yeah. his placement there, he's going to end up in the top 50 once For we sure. order. I can guarantee that. For sure. Because he's only going to have to move up a couple spots, and I can already right. see two guaranteed. Yeah. But I agree with you. Um, yeah, he's... Him and Matt Hardy, like, that's... Yeah, that's the question. Right. Yeah, that's where so. I'm at, too. All right, news and rumors. Yep. I don't have a whole lot, but I'll get through them. Um, so, there's been some back and forth on... Uh, on... Twitter. Mm. Um... Some Ollie Lee posted something about 
whatever, and Dax responding to it, and basically saying, like, like what Dax said was, like, no, that's why we're such a great team is because it's not just fancy double teams and 30-second sequences, mm-hmm. like keeping the freshmen in, using your partner, knowing where each other's at at all times, feeding them and executes. Like, that's that's what we do. Yeah. So Ethan Page responded to that and said, this is why we need to work as soon as possible. And Dax responded and said, I'm begging you, we need to talk to our bosses. And yeah. one of the said bosses, Scott Moore, chimed in and said, well, Dax, you know I have mad respect for you and Cash Wheeler. I can assume, or I can assure you that Impact Wrestling supports making it happen. How about a home-and-home home series between FTR and the North? Nice. Halo Champion, I am Jericho. How do we make this happen? And Cash responded back and just said, get our numbers from the Good Brothers. Yeah. So maybe we've got something really yeah. fucking amazing, which is one of the matches I talked about was mm-hmm. my dream match for FTRs right. against the North. Right. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So I wanted to start with that one specifically because right. that makes me happy on my insides. And does leave me in a hint that that means FTR can go other places. So maybe I mean, once travel's yeah. possible, we'll right. see, maybe we'll see them in Japan, dude. Yeah. That'd be cool. I hope so. If they could be part of the tag team tournament, because uh, tag team tournament's in the fall. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I know I announced this kind of earlier, but it's official. There's the G1 Climax has dates, and it's going to be a thing that happens, nice. buds. Nice. It's going to be starting on Saturday, September the 19th, and running all the way until October the 18th, which is a Sunday. Okay. Ending, of course, with championship match in Tokyo. So, nice. As always, because you got to have your finals there. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm stoked for the G1 this year. I'll be watching that. Nice. Um, MVP announced that he signed a multi-year deal with the WWE. Okay. So it looks like he's going to be sticking around for for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So how about that? I, I'm cool with that. He's been one of the stars of the of the pandemic, honestly. So yeah, I like it. Me too. Um. Okay. Shit. The next two, um, we can. I know you got stuff on this too, so let's just talk Marty Jannetty for a minute. So Marty Jannetty, fucking yeah, uh, tweets or whatever, twitters or Facebooks or posts something on social media somewhere, yeah. basically talking about this time he killed a dude trying to rape him. Yeah, and hiding the body that he never found, and more or less threatening a chick that I guess left him. Do needs help. Yeah. So then a few days later, I guess he went on a radio show and said that he did it in self-defense and killed the dude with a brick and hid the body. And this happened in Columbus, Georgia when he was a teenager Mm -hmm. and indicated that it's not the only time he's killed somebody. Right. And so I, the last I had for it was that the Columbus, Georgia Police Department have opened up an investigation Mm -hmm. and are putting looking into details of people who went missing at that time and all these kind of different things that could possibly connect Janetti to an actual murder. Right. What the fuck? Right. I mean, that explains a lot if he murdered some dude in self-defense with a brick at like 16 years old or whatever. 13 is what it was? 13. That's even more fucked up. Yeah. But like, what the fuck, man? That's messed up. He needs help. That's what really is important here. That needs like that's the takeaway is dude needs some help. He does. Can we please get this guy some help? Because he was down there. He was down there buying weed at a bowling alley. <laughs> right. And that's at thirteen. When, yeah. And the guy and the guy that he was trying to buy him from tried to rape him, so he killed him and made him disappear. 
Right. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, and then he threatened his lady boy that he's dating, and like, whatever. Yeah. Um, according to WrestleVotes, the WWE is planning to start live programming as of the SmackDown before SummerSlam, and then everything else will be live from that point forward. Okay. No rumor if there'll be fans yet or not, or right. where that location's going to be at, but they're apparently going to go live every week starting, like in, what's it, two weeks from now? Three weeks from now? Two weeks from now. I don't care. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but TakeOver is still going to happen in Orlando. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that Shane McMahon's return and the Raw Underground idea were fleshed out in the middle of the week. And Vince would not commit to anything else except for the Randy Orton storyline. He's dead set on Orton and this Underground shit. Okay. Uh, you already mentioned Sammy Guevara having some heat backstage for the chair thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but with the FTR North, uh, Scott D. Moore also mentioned that he would, um, he would be willing to talk about putting together some interpromotional matches with AEW, but that he doesn't expect it to happen. Right. Because he probably fully realizes that they're not quite on AEW's level just right. yet. Um, no, there's a huge difference between Access and TNT. TNT. Um, and Twitch. So, yeah, uh, one of the key people at Warner Media responsible for getting AEW the TNT mm-hmm. deal and the Reed deal that they signed earlier this year back pre pandemic yeah. uh, is no longer going to be one of the people in charge at Warner. He's being replaced by. The guy who was running HBO before, he's just basically adding TNT and whatever channels to his repertoire that he's already in charge of. Mm-hmm. And um, But this is the guy responsible for taking boxing off, so it's believed he's probably not a fan of combat sports in any way, shape, or form. So it kind of sucks that, you know, having a non-wrestling person again in yeah. charge of it. Yeah. Just like what happened to WCW back in the day. Right. But... I mean, they're crushing that time spot compared to whatever the fuck TNT had on before. Yeah. And their numbers have been growing back again here over the recent weeks when everything mm-hmm. else has been declining in the pandemic. Right. So that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. Yeah. That's all I got this week. What do you got for us, BJ? Well, I think uh, some of the biggest news um, that you missed, uh, well, I mean, it isn't really wrestling related, no. but uh, The Rock. Oh, yeah. And a partner have purchased the XFL mm-hmm. for $15 million. Yeah. They are, now under, steal. they are now under investigation for their purchase because it was so cheap. Also. I'm not surprised by that. Um, SEC is going to... I mean, anytime there's a big purchase like that, the SEC is going to investigate a little bit of something anyway. Right. Um, but... $15 million was. That's dirt cheap. cheap. But you gotta think... Didn't Vince put in like $42 million or something? Something. Like that? The thing is, though, the $15 million is just basically for a show. There's there's maybe some equipment, but there's no contracts. There's no nothing like that. Right. So, like, it's really for a name at the end of the day. So, and Dude. like I said... You might have some uniforms and the helmets, and, you know right. what I mean, things like that. I don't know yeah. if you also saw that Kayfabe News reported that he bought, like, the UFW and IcoPro <laughs> and two or three other things in addition to the XFL. That would be great. So, yeah, The Rock's the new 
proud owner of the Ico Pro, mm-hmm. according to Kayfabe News. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we pat the along the kind of the same lines. Uh, there might be some truth to rumors that the triple or that triple A, the promotion in Mexico, might be buying CML. I did see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the owner, the former owner of CML. MLL passed away mm-hmm. and so yeah which those have been the two biggest promotions since what like the 60s yeah down in Mexico as far as yeah as far as so, uh, Latin American wrestling goes yeah. they're probably the two tops yeah so if they merge that's I mean that's basically the equivalent of w- when WWE bought WCW yeah for Mexico for Mexico like on that scale mm-hmm. so um Big debut on uh, shelves of Walmart this week. WWE action figures uh, have started to come out. AEW. What did I say? WWE. Oh, yeah. AEW action figures started to come out. When you said WWE, I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know this. Okay, what's this? Oh, no, I do. Yeah. Yeah. They look good. Yeah, they do. So, Kenny Omega has actually hands at myself because I was at Walmart today, and I got home, and I'm like, shit, I forgot to look. Cody got a sledgehammer? Right. Um, oh, we didn't, I didn't get the end of SmackDown, hold on, or any of this this week. This is the big news out of fucking Raw and SmackDown. We have a new faction. Oh, yeah. There's five people. So on Raw, I don't know how I missed it. They were the flickering lights but, shit. Yeah, they were the flickering lights. They attacked, like, the generator or some shit. They knocked that over wasn't a box. Even, yeah, they knocked over a box. Um, but then... <laughs> what they do on SmackDown? I don't at know. At the end of SmackDown, they just basically came out. There was nobody in the ring. This was after, like, everything else. And just started, like, beating shit and spray painting shit. So, but there's more talking, so there's definitely one female. I saw that. I saw rumors that it's Carmella. Okay, that would be cool. Um, One guy did sound like Champa. Okay. Don't know. Um, But, yeah, so we'll see. But, yeah, they took... The funniest thing was they came out and they got in the ring at first, and then they just, like, they were taking, like... It was like, fuck this ring, and they were taking baseball bats and hitting the ring and stuff. It was so... Then, yeah... Then to show like that. That's such good shit, goddamn yeah. pal. They had the girl attack a girl at ringside, and then this crowd scattered, and I don't know. Fair so enough. we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, but they're, oh, also they're called Retribution. Retribution. So Carmella would make sense. Uh, there was a little bit of back and forth between um, Renee and. Bailey this week on Twitter. Oh, uh, I didn't see this on whatever the show on the bump foxes the bump or whatever it was. Uh, but CM Punk said that Renee should face Bailey in uh, uh, Raw Underground, which would be dope. Yes, but, I would actually watch that. Yeah, uh, and Renee was like. All right, I'll get my gear. And so then Bailey on Twitter said, I cannot praise CM Punk enough for this. Renee, you don't need your gear. You need to get your bob head kicked in. <laughs> and then uh, Renee said, loser shaves their bob match in the underground. I would watch the fuck out of that. Fuck yeah. Renee versus Bailey in like a shoot fight type match. And the loser gets their head shaved. That'd be fun. Love it. Bailey would lose. 
Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Um, oh, Robert Stone uh, is trying to get someone else to join the Robert Stone <laughs> brand. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. I saw that. So, I saw Freddie's response. Yeah. And Freddie said, uh, I'm old and still under contract with ECW. You'd have to speak with Paul. <laughs> so that was pretty that good. That is good, yeah. Uh, you talked about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently this week Vince McMahon went on a long tangent uh, on how much he loves Bailey's new persona. I did see that. So, uh, and that he also sees. Bianca Belair and Peyton Royce as huge yep. singles stars. I agree. So, yeah. I like Bailey's new persona. And yes. I agree with. I mean, I like the Iconics, but I agree right. that Peyton Royce is the star of the team. Yeah. If there's going to be one, she's the yeah. bigger. And I don't mean it like uh, like that. Billy is a mm-hmm. Marty Jannetty. I think she's more like a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's a star too. She's just right. not Edge. Right. Sorry, exactly. Christian, you're not. Yeah. No offense, man. Um, Although you're a dick, so who cares? Yeah. So. I'm a dick. Last night's, two nights ago for you buds, episode of SmackDown. Yes. Uh, since it was at the Performance Center, it was the 22nd I saw this SmackDown too. at the Performance Center, and which actually makes it the to have the most SmackDowns in one place, passing Philly. the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. Yep, I saw that So this morning. Um, I didn't save it for some reason, though, obviously. Yeah. And... Oh. And I had just one more thing. Okay. Uh, last thing is since Apollo decided to retire the old U.S. title... Yes. Uh... There are now officially zero titles in all of WWE with nameplates. Hmm. Like the little nameplate right. in the front, they've all gone to those side plates. It so, doesn't surprise me. Yep. There's They're 18, interchangeable. Yeah, and that's between the five, all five brands, including like UK Because you NXT. can sell more of those side plates on the WWE yeah. shop and make right. more money right. on merchandise. It mm-hmm. makes sense. It's stupid, but it makes yep. sense. So. I hate the merchandising of the championship. I mean, actually, that's the top comment here <laughs> it, on Reddit is nameplates are so 2010s. We do side plates now. Who cares about your name? We can sell replica, replicas of these suckers for about 100 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Money. Yep. All right. Duh. Uh, USA New Japan Cup wants and wills. Oh, yeah. We got a tournament. We're gonna, we got two tournaments we're going to go through yeah. for... New These Japan. are coming up. Uh, We've also got the six-man tag honestly, tournament. But I think, I think they might. The new, the U.S. one, yeah, actually started last night, but I have not seen any. Me either. So, so it's still, yeah. So let's do that one first. Then we'll uh, do the New Japan Cup first. All right. So Carl Fredericks versus Kenta. Kenta. Yeah. Jeff Cobb versus Tangaloa. Ooh, Cobb. Yeah. Singles Cobb match. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Finley versus Chase Owens. Ooh. I'm going David Finley. I'm going Chase. Okay. Uh, Brody King versus Tomatonga. Tonga. Oh, I'm going Tomatonga. All right. So we both pick Kenta and Je- Cobb, correct? Yep. So Kenta versus Cobb. Cobb. Uh, no, Kenta. Kenta's got Bullet Club on his side. Going Kenta's Kenta. going to win that one, yeah. yeah. And then 
we both went Tama, right? And you went Chase. Yep. So, Tama versus Chase for you. Tama. Yeah. And I'm going to go Tama versus Finley, also Tama. Yeah, me too. So, Tama versus Kenta. Ooh, that's both a club. I'm going Kenta. Which makes it a fun story if they do that. And yeah, I'm, go Kenta I'm going Kenta as well. I think yeah. he'll be there, but I think he'll go yep. stay tag team-wise. Yeah. All right. All right. And, and then, then the six-man tag tournament Yeah, never for the vacant win. tag titles. Right. And... Vacant because of evil. Right. Leaving and going over to yeah. the Bullet Club. Yep. His new shirt's dope, by the way. Right. So... Yano, Okada, and Sho versus Jado, Yurio, and Gato. The Tokyo Pim guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first. Um, Probably Okada and, and yeah. Sho and... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sonata... Takaji and Bushi versus mm. Desperado, Suzuki, and Duki. Suzuki. Yeah, I think as well. Okay, so then we'll do this the opposite way. We'll finish this okay. first. Yeah. Yano, Okada, and Sho versus Desperado, Suzuki, and. I think Desperado and Suzuki, and then we're going to win this one again, too. Yeah. And go to the finals. And then Ibushi, Tanahashi, and Wado. Versus Zack Sabre Jr., Tai Chi, and Kanemaru. Kanemaru, Tai Chi, and Zack Sabre Jr.? Okay, I'm going to go with Ibushi, Tanahashi, Okay, that was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Honma, Makabe, Makabe, and Taguchi. Versus Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi. Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi. Yep. As much as, yeah, as much as... uh, I like the other team. They're not going to win that one. And then Zach's team versus Ishii's team. Ishii's team. Yep. And Ishii's team for the win, too. I think they're going to take the six-man yeah. titles. Looking at this is what I thought, too. Yeah. yeah. So As I, soon as you said that team, I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, they're going all the way. Yeah, that's the team I think with. that is, yeah. Me, too. Yep. Okay. Cool. Trivia! I yep. figured since we're in SummerSlam season, okay. we go SummerSlam. All right. I got five questions for you. And all of these happened for last year's SummerSlam. Okay. Let's see how shitrific it was and how much of it you remember. Okay. Probably. Who retained the women's tag team titles by defeating the Iconics last year at SummerSlam? Was it Sasha and Bailey at that time? It no. was not. So Sasha was hurt. Uh. Actually, I was think Sasha was out because of the whole butt hurt WrestleMania. Yeah. Was it Oscar and Kyrie? No. no. I don't remember. That was Alexa and Nikki. Alexa and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my. Yeah. Who did William Goldberg squash at SummerSlam last year? Oh, at SummerSlam. Yeah, these are all at last year's SummerSlam. Because it was crappy and we don't remember the shit. Right. I was going to say Ricochet, but that was Lesnar. Correct. It was Lesnar. Yeah. So that's not correct for I this. I can't remember. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, that's right. That's right. Who did Bailey retain and defend defend and retain her women's title against at SummerSlam last year? Um, Naomi. Ember Moon. Oh, oh, that's right. 
Who did Charlotte defeat in a special attraction match at SummerSlam last year? Is that the match against Rhea? Mm-mm. No, not Rhea. Uh, yeah, no. I was it was an NXT person, Mm-mm. wasn't it? No. no. It was a special know. attraction match against Trish Stratus. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. Um, the championship match, the WWE title match, was oh. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Uh-huh. How did it end? Kofi won. Double count out. That's how shitty last year's SummerSlam was, buds. But talking about things that aren't shitty, let's move on to number 49, Bray Wyatt. Mm Mm-hmm. I go first this time. Yes, you do. I watched Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor from a Monday Night Raw in 2017. It was this time of year, build up to SummerSlam. Okay. Um, And I didn't watch... I, I watched most of it. Um... But it was a really good match. Like, that's where Bray... Bray's so good at a story. Like, I mean, him and Matt Hardy are the two best storytellers in all of wrestling right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, that's his thing. Is he going to give you the biggest, (laughs) best moves? Not usually. Right, not usually. But are, is every movie he's going to do make sense? Oh, yeah. And it's going to be solid, too. And it's going to be, What yeah. he does, he does well. Right. Um, and I mean... And then him reinventing himself with The Fiend, but still mixing it with Bray Wyatt, and, like, just everything he's been doing the past year with The Fiend um, is a lot, you know, is great. And The then, only I mean, blemishes just, have been the booking with, like, the right. stupid Hell in the Cell, Seth Rollins tour He should have never won shit. the title. Too, yeah, he, yeah, agree. Uh, he should win now, but not, he shouldn't. Have that. Yeah, now should be when he wins at yeah. SummerSlam this year. Right. Um, and Roman Reigns but, comes back and takes it from him. Yeah, uh, that's but, how you do that but, shit. But this match, yeah, it was the build-up. He was supposed to face Finn at SummerSlam, and then instead they were pissed at each other and face each other here. And this is where Bray actually won clean in this match and then covered Finn Balor in blood and the match at SummerSlam should have been the Fiend coming out or not the Fiend the Demon the Demon Pumpkin Balor they showed him in orange paint right. it looked stupid and then it never happened right because meningitis or some shit right um but Worst still no but Bray Wyatt like yeah this decade I mean yeah he was one of the top stars mm-hmm. like he was always at the top but the problem with him is he never won ever like he always lost to like yeah, everybody, yep. and that's what is going to put him. Honestly, him and Will Ospreay and Matt Hardy probably ahead of them. He's going to be there with Ray and Brock, and yeah, he's going to be. That's going to be hard between those three, honestly, at the top because, mm-hmm. I mean, just the Wyatt family and their feud with the Shield. At the beginning of the decade, like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I watched Bray Wyatt defend the WWE Championship against Randall Orton mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. The Thrill Ride, yeah. live from Orlando, and we again on TV for this. We were there live. I didn't see us on TV. This was actually a really good match, except for the spots where they stopped the match to project mm-hmm. maggots and flies and shit on the match. They did yeah. that three times through the match, so yeah. it wasn't overbearing. 
Do you know this was like a 10-minute match? Really? It seemed way longer than that in person. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. this was a pretty quick match. <laughs> it was good, though, and it was pretty simple story. Bray Wyatt dominated mm-hmm. most of the matches. Bray Wyatt does. Randy mm-hmm. Orton and RKO out of nowhere and won. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray lost. So, yeah. Um... I'm without a doubt, Bray Wyatt's number one on this list. Okay. Um, From NXT, everybody that joined his faction felt immediately more important than they ever had before. He, I I honestly don't think Mr. Brody would be where he's at today without Bray Wyatt. Because Bray Wyatt helped pull him up. And that's definitely true of Braun Strowman. That's where Mm -hmm. Strowman got his start at on TV was with the Wyatt family. Um, everything Bray Wyatt does is genius. He's one of the most creative people in all of professional wrestling right now. He's one of the best promos in all of professional yeah. wrestling right now. The problem with Bray Wyatt is bad booking, and mm-hmm. it sucks. But that's not his fault, and yeah, he's the top person on this list as of right now. Yeah. But join us next week, buds, as we move on to number 48, Wade Barrett. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Bad News Barrett. Right. For some of you fans out there. And uh, number 47, Resev. Yeah, you typed that wrong. I copied and pasted it, so. Uh, Resev, Rusev, for you WWE fans out there. <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah that's interesting. Miro. Miro. Miro for your, indep- or for your Twitter fans out there. For your Twitter fans out there. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us what match you think we should watch from Rusev Buds. You can hit us up at Buds WW on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same. You can get me at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And you can get me at Beach2004. That's B-E-E-J-2-0-0-4. Leave us a five-star rating, comment, like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell, tell the guy down the road. Tell your mailman. Tell the bus driver from a six-foot distance. From always from a safe distance. And wear your masks. Always wear the masks. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Like, it's really not. You know? Ray yeah. Mysterio's been doing it for like 25 years. Uh, you know, Kane, I saw that stat today. What was it? Kane eliminated 18 people from a Royal Rumble over, you know, 50 minutes. And, more than I did. uh, he wore a mask that whole time. Right. So you can do that to run and get I do wore a mask most of his career after 1997. Right. right? Except for when so, he was like corporate Kane and shit. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, until next time, guys. That's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, bud. See ya. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.